0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hey kids, thanks for checking out Blazing Rye Backstage. Do yourselves a favor and go to blazingrideradio.com and click on the banner for appropriately Backstage, the most trusted name in casting since 1960. Start exploring the world's largest resource for performing artists. Find your role, get discovered, get cast. Backstage has thousands of roles available to search. Whether you're a leading lady, leading man, or a background player, they've got a role for you. Your unique profile will be available to 60,000-plus entertainment professionals looking for the next big thing. With your headshots, resume, and reels on Backstage.com, casting directors will find you in no time. Just click Apply, and you're done another role that tickles your fancy? Go for it. They don't have any limits on how many times you hit that apply button. Check it out. BlazeAndRyRadio.com. Click on the banner for Backstage and save in a membership for either online only or online and print for the most trusted name in casting since 1960. Backstage. Thank you for listening.
0: Great city playboys
2: They're always around To help build your hope up And help drag you down They'll leave you with nothing
0: Worth singing about So now you're in And now you won't bag out I said, Ooh. Oh night is falling. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: buddy. <laughs> 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 uh, wanted to catch you off guard. Uh, thank you for not going with it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Plays and Ride backstage. Uh, this is the show where the Sade to my Baterinoir makes me look like an idiot at the top of the show. It's Thursday, June 12,
0: 2014,
1: second in which is smoking nephew. What's up? What? And the lovely Sade to my Baterinoir, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you?
0: Good, how are you, man? It's night, <laughs> night, it's 'cause you believe in Life is life love. Ah uh, yeah, uh, you got a
1: little, you got a little excited there, didn't you? I did. I
3: got excited there. You got you got me into that singing mood now.
1: This <laughs> oh, Jack and <laughs> <laughs> There's the kids in the heartland. <laughs> what uh, what what political affiliation do you think uh, John Mellencamp has?
3: Oh, Mellencamp is a straight out liberal Democrat, I think, uh, from what I saw.
1: He is, and he was one of those guys that I thought he could uh, he could kind of just uh, you know he gives me this weird vibe of going going either way, hardcore. Yeah, you neither. Know, you know what? I, you know yeah. my. Logically, you know, on the face of it, I thought he would be a conservative, you know,
3: rocker. He's always talking about that down home country stuff. I don't know where he's from. I think he's like Oklahoma or Indiana, something like that. Indiana,
1: yeah. Uh
3: Indiana, and uh, you you would think, but he's no—he's he's he's a straight out uh, super liberal guy. um, Probably in the category of uh, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I thought you were going to say Bruce
1: Jenner. (laughs) <laughs> and in that case, I would be like, uh, guy? <laughs> and,
0: androgynous
1: and. human being. <laughs> I told I told Nick Duznick one time that when he gets older, he'll, he, I said, yeah, I can imagine you, you know, sitting on the stoop outside the deli, and you'll be very androgynous. <laughs> it doesn't make sense if you know Nick Duznick. And he's like, yeah, androgynous. Anyway, uh, John Week, what, what is going on in your life right now? Oh, my.
3: Oh, my. A lot of just, you know, sitting in, lim- in limbo waiting for things to happen. Uh, it's the worst place to be, really. Uh, you know, it's kind of stressful. Uh, but other than that, it's going all right.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's
1: the worst place to be, but it's all right. Uh, yeah, it's, so it's all right, yes. Yeah, that's right. You're in you're in a sort of purgatory right now.
3: I am in a purgatory between a a promotion at my current job or another job that I'm due to be in uh, you know, in two weeks, so I I mean I need a decision here. And once I know everything's fine, but it's just uh I really can't plan or do anything else in between until I have a decision in my hand, you know, it's 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 <laughs>
0: ridiculous
3: the space
1: between
0: broken lines
1: <laughs> you know what who was that who, is, who sang that that's that's the, your boy Dave Matthews band oh the space between us oh that's a good song that's a good song <laughs> i don't think that's how it goes um <laughs> crash
0: Eli. it's
1: from me yeah i always got very confused when people said doesn't he have like a song called Crash, and then a song called Crash Into Me, and then a song called Crush, and I get very confused with the three damn Crash Crush songs, you know. <laughs>
0: great,
3: great band though. Connecticut seems to be in love with Dave Matthews. I don't know what it is. Still, still I think, and uh, Vermont still loves Rustin' Root. Rustin' Root is still playing concerts over here. I didn't even know they were still around.
1: Yeah, listen. I don't know. I, you know, they're one of those bands that you hear about, but you don't know any of their songs. Do you know any of their songs?
3: I know that one song that just goes up all the way.
1: You know, all the way. It just
3: keeps repeating itself, and then that guy has that weird voice.
0: I would love to.
3: He's got that weird
1: voice. I was <laughs> oh, <it's>
0: like, <laughs> You believe in love?
1: Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of Rusted Root, you know, there's, like I don't know anything by them. I don't know anything by OAR. I don't know anything by uh, Guster was the band that Rob Biederman and I saw last year because he wanted to go see Bare Naked Ladies as we discussed on this show. And uh, we we went and it was it was Bare Naked Ladies, Ben Fold 5, and Guster. And they were good, but I didn't have any desire to go back and listen to them, I guess. <laughs> Guster,
3: I, I, o- OAR is a big band in Connecticut too. Aren't they like a pseudo-Christian rock band,
1: aren't they? I think you're thinking about Creed.
3: Oh, Creed! Oh, Creed! Oh,
0: yeah! <laughs> With our OAR.
3: And... OAR is Christian? Who, uh, Creed?
1: Uh, can you hear me, by the way? Am I coming in clearly? Oh, you're, you're coming in uh, uh, crystal clear, yes. Crystal blue persuasion?
0: Crystal blue persuasion!
1: Um, yeah. yeah, I'm looking up OAR on the uh, Wikipedia, and it does not say they're Christian on their Wikipedia, but it does say other shit. Um, <laughs> uh, here, let's click on this one. That indescribable Christian music sound. Well, I could I could think of a few words to describe it. Um, <laughs> let's see, O A R O O. Oh, where are they mentioned first? Week oh, is that a song by them that you just sang?
3: Yeah, I think it, it, either that's them or uh, Guster. I don't know which
1: one. What is the deal with Connecticut in these jam bands? Uh, it, this is an article about uh, you got Connecticut readers here. What? what what's? I don't understand what. How, and how do you know that they're big? Oh, because you come from a town with a lot of white people. <laughs> no, I just remember you know when you're driving from New Haven
3: back to Hamden, they have a big uh, poster, OAR is on that thing all the time. They're advertising mm-hmm. OAR like every week. It's crazy.
1: Are they, now, what are they, are they playing the, uh, the old meadows there, or are they going to Foxwoods and the Mohegans? I think there might be. I think they might be all over the place. <laughs> uh, this article says, Connecticut readers apparently weren't much help, so somebody... Now, this isn't going to make sense. So Brian Mimer used that insufferable band OAR as an example. And here I guess they're talking about OER. They're kind of a radio-friendly pop version of Dave Matthews' band, though not nearly as skillful a jam band. Have you heard their new single, Shattered? Dot, dot, dot. When I heard it for the first time on mainstream radio, I thought it was some Christian band that had crossed over. The monotonous melody... <laughs> The simplistic guitar strums, the basic drum patterns, the flat bass line. To my ears, it sounds exactly like many other Christian pop songs from over the last five years. And then it goes back to the article and says, come to think of it, this is a perfect way to put it. O-A-R, the band, no one knows how, got big enough to make four albums. That tasteless cocktail of the still <laughs> and non-alcoholic Weezer. That love and those memories, it's brilliant. It's the same kind of earnest, talentless, soullessness that gives away Christian music every time and we hear it. And it's all proof, again, that even skilled instrumentalists, which, we, which have no proof, includes OAR, a great band cannot <laughs> not make. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, I, all I know, you know, this article didn't really make much sense to the listener or to me, uh, but it seems as though they're uh, just bashing OAR and calling and comparing them to Christian music, but it does not say that they are a Christian band. Right, correct, correct. Yeah, you're you're right. No, I think that's uh, it's
3: not like a like a Kareed, you know, a Kareed band or <laughs> Kareed. <Like> a...
1: <laughs> Kareed
0: <laughs> Kareed. <laughs>
1: Kareed. <laughs>
0: Kareed Abdul-Jabbar. Kareed Abdul Jabbar. Kareed <laughs> Abdul <laughs> Jabbar.
1: <laughs> I wish I could do an impression of him. I would start singing with arms wide open as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but I don't have an impression. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what Dr. Travolta right there?
0: <laughs>
1: what uh? What? what also, Reliance K. That's another Christian band turned uh. Oh. Off, I think. <laughs> so what? Uh, I'm gonna read a, a thing of um, Tom Fogarty's status. In the voice of your choice, my friend. The voice of your choice.
3: Oh my!
1: Oh my! All right. Um. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, Dick Edberg, but not him.
3: This is always tough. Always
1: tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take your time. Don't be nervous. Oh, how
3: about how about some uh, serious Rucker? Hootie Hootie and the Blowfish. Serious Rucker.
1: Okay, I thought you said period Rucker. period rub this is Tom Fogarty's status as read by Darius Rucker formerly of the band Hootie and the Blowfish currently killing it in country radio and on the country billboard charts well the rain seems to have finally stopped Braves game was this afternoon, so nothing to sit on the porch and listen to tonight. As the blazing rock radio show that I call in the hot mess awards of the week at 9:30. Provided Leslie's cell still gets reception. Mountains are funny, depending on which side. It might be raining, you may not get reception. <laughs> Only want to be with you. Why?
0: <laughs> That's that was phenomenal. I loved it. I, loved it. I,
1: love, it with you. I love it. I love it. Explode shop. I thought you said explode job. I'm really mishearing everything tonight that you're saying. No,
3: I think I'm up, not just not being
1: clear. Uh, and I might have said that. Job. <laughs> uh, well, that's awkward. Um, but I understand we I understand you have a guest? You want to introduce our guest tonight? Guest? Oh, no! We have a guest. <laughs> oh, my.
3: He's, he created peanut butter popcorn.
0: <laughs>
3: and he's known as the wizard. Please welcome
0: Tom Bungie, everybody! Hello, hello. Yes, yes, yes. I invented
1: a peanut butter popcorn. Yeah. Oh.
0: Oh my,
1: put the bed, with the bed. <laughs>
0: yes, my son. Oh my. Stop talking. What's going on? Oh my. What would you like to ask me, my son? What would you like to ask me?
3: How old are you, like Tom Fogarty? You're like a thousand years old, aren't you?
0: I think... I think... That is insulting.
1: And Miss Earth is going to be on the Tonight Show tonight.
3: you wizard, What are you talking about? That's not you. That's pretty cool. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, you know, you're. It, it I, you know, I don't know. I thought, you know, if you said anybody else just now, anybody else, then we would have had a bit. You know
0: what yeah. I mean? <laughs> anybody
1: in the world. Let's let's rewind this. Let's try it again. Hey, Weeze. I understand you have a guest for us tonight. Oh, we really do. Oh yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> okay,
0: Rod Carew. Welcome to the show, Rod.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Hello, hello, gentlemen. Hello. How you doing, buddy? Hello. Yes. Hello. Uh, Yes, um, I, you know, I'm just getting in from. Uh, I, I took my son to baseball practice. Uh he had, he had Little League earlier today, and um, it went well. It was. Uh, he had it after his bar mitzvah.
3: Oh, that is good. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Adam Saylor just say you were Jewish. Is this true? Half
1: yeah, Jewish. Well, uh, right, uh, half half. half <laughs> it, was, it was a nice shout out from uh my brother adam he uh he, he and i we share uh belief in the great yahweh
0: <laughs>
1: very good very good Rockford. nice to talk
3: to you great job
1: yes thank you um <laughs> i was thinking though maybe coming out of retirement really aren't you a bit old well Oldness is in the eye of the beholder. Oh, that's true. I am not even seventy yet. Regis, Regis is almost a decade older than me. He's got to be at least a hundred thousand, right? Hundred thousand years old. <laughs> well, I mean, back when I was a child, the train, two thousand BC. And, you know, white passengers were given the better forward cars, while non-whites, like my mother, were forced to ride in the rearward cars. Oh, my. Oh, my.
3: That's, that, that was a terrible time, wasn't it? And thank you so much, Rod <laughs> Carew. All right, thank you, great. Rod Carew. Oh, my. I don't know how you did that, but you are good, sir. You got Rod Carew in, like, uh, half a
1: second. It was getting a little too dark for this show when he started going into the atrocities committed against.
0: I
3: know, I know. But it's a serious
1: subject, really. Something we should delve into in one of these episodes. You mean like Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter delved into that one time? That's right. I mean, it got a little uncomfortable, but, hey, that's what racism
3: is. Uncomfortable.
1: (laughs) You made it sound, it sounded like you were going to say, but, hey. That's what racism is for, you know, like making it for it to exist. It's an uncomfortable topic that needs to be faced in our society today. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of uncomfortable topics, this, um, uh, and I'm not talking about the top of our show, the new Michael Jackson album, um, have you heard the album or just the one song? I just heard one one song. To be honest with you. Okay. Well, thank you for your honesty. Um, Oh, that reminds me. Let me make a note to talk to you about something else after this. Speaking of honesty. (laughs) Okay. All right. I just wrote. I typed honesty onto my notepad. Um,
3: Honesty. Honesty.
1: Uh. So. The new MJ album there's a song on it called Do You Know Where Your Children Are. No. Yeah. You know, given the negative um attention that Michael got regarding children, it that like, you know, my mind went there when I saw the title of the song and then I I listened to the song and there is a line there about um like he says he's going to buy you he says he's going to buy her things while sexually abusing her and you know given he was constantly accused of sexual abuse it's just quite a you know i feel like a lot of people would listen to this song and they would not be able to or they would be taken aback or whatever and i i don't you know it's it's just uh i i love the song and uh it's too bad it has that connotation but it's such a good song but what do you think about that? That you know, there's kind of that whole uh, uh, history there, and then there's this song called "Do You Know Where Your Children Are?" Ooh, oh my! I mean, I haven't heard the song, but from your description, it's
3: bold to put out a song like that, and I can only hope uh, Michael wanted it to be on his you know new album. And uh, obviously, if he re- recorded, it, he was pretty serious about the subject matter. I think that's bold of him. I think he, he always pushes. He enters the of music, and I think he's tackling a pretty touchy subject, and I, I, good for him. I think it's, it needed to be done, uh, you know, because the media was just spinning out of control, uh, destroying his name. The, the People were just, they didn't get the real facts of the case, you know, and, and from Michael's point of view. So, you know, kudos to him? Tackling a very tough subject. A lot of people wouldn't want to hear about it, but hey, you know, those are the critics anyways. They got to listen to him regardless, so I think this is the, you know, truth from Michael's standpoint, and. Uh, you know, kudos to him. You know, I'm I, i, and I I'm sure it's a great song, and I'm sure it's a song that really touches on uh, a lot of valid points, you know, not just in Michael's life, but in everybody else's life. And um, so that's what Michael wanted to do. You know, he is the greatest unifier of our time, and currently <laughs> so, too. <laughs> now, this
1: uh, this song, it's so good. It's so catchy. It's, it's like uh, I've been listening to this, because since the album came out, I've been listening to um, – Love Never Felt So Good, all four versions of it, over and over and over and over oh, and phenomenal over song. again. Phenomenal. In, in, yeah, phenomenal. Phenomenal, even. Uh, phenomenal. So I've been listening to that so many times, but then I was like, all right, let me try and listen to these other songs as well. And they're all good. And the one that I am putting on repeat a lot is this. Do you know we you're killed enough Because it's at 12 o'clock. You pray for the sunless Street. You say, it's, it's so catchy, um, and, uh, 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 and it's a bit awkward, you know, because if I'm singing right. it out loud walking down the street, then I look like a, a you know, <laughs> kind of, uh... Oh, and you know what I was thinking, Weeks? I was thinking, like, how similar in artist life Justin Timberlake is to Michael Jackson, and then I think it was, like, seeing the video and all these kids in the video singing Michael's part and then seeing Justin kind of leading this band of children. What's to stop people from going after, like, any other celebrity? You know what I mean? Like, so many people went after Michael for these serious things, and I'm going to choose to believe that they were lies. Um, mm-hmm. what, what is to stop people from going after uh, Justin Timberlake or Usher for the exact same thing? If, you know, if that existed when Michael was around, why, does it, why is it not happening now?
0: That's
3: a really good
1: question, I think that uh well, you know, Michael was unique. I think he uh, had his own
0: mm-hmm.
3: situation of his own childhood he had he had a closeness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ties to children unlike most other yeah. celebrities, and because mm-hmm. he went through it <laughs> because he went through it uh <laughs> a lot of the celebrities know not to take such a public face about it. I think mean, you know they might hang out with children and kind of be you know have that in mind but you know they don't have such a public face as they did with michael jackson and they learned from his fault so i think they're but you know you did have you do have uh kind of those instances with r kelly you know um mm-hmm. you know and uh you know how they try once they once that came out in the news they killed him they try to you know uh you know nail to the cross there and uh in a similar fashion of course it was different it was you know uh that's true rape in a way but you know um it, it's you're still dealing with children, and young children, and and, uh, and uh, you know it, it's 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 similar, but it's different. And you know, of course, any kind of relationship with children is a big deal. But um, uh, I think it's just uh, that people shy away from it. They learn from Michael Michael Jackson's mistakes, or not really mistakes. It's just was his wife, and they know not to do that. You
1: know. Yeah, it was. You know that whole. Martin Bashir uh, fiasco was uh, it was clear that something was inappropriate. That, that right. you know, it, there there was, you know, for him to say, what's wrong with sharing your bed uh, is was inappropriate. But I do think that that's, you know, that's where it I don't think he molested or abused anyone. Um, but there there was some sort of, you know, well, uh, that, you know, you, you shouldn't be a 40, 45, 50-year-old man right. sleeping in the same bed as a kid, uh, you know, but um, but it, did, right. it didn't make me love him any less, because uh, it, I don't think he actually committed the atrocities that he was accused of.
3: Right. And, and you know, there's plenty of proof that points otherwise that, he, that the a of innocence, and... I think Michael Jackson was just, you know, you know, he had a unique history, you know. He never really had a childhood of his own, so he wanted to help uh, those less advantaged. You know, and, and he had his own speed park for children. I mean, I don't, you know, I, it's hard to, yes, there's a line there where he crosses where he's in bed with other children, but, you know, I don't, like I said, like, I agree with you. I, I, with you. I don't think he took it any further. I, I don't think there was much proof. I mean, there were lawsuits, but, I mean, there were, they were, uh, you know, had a negative effect because they were basically uh, settled. And, you know, so you could take what you want from that. And um, I just think that uh, he has a unique kind of story. No other celebrity was as willing to give to others as he has, I think, you know, and not just, you know, money terms, but in time, you know, in time and and in the end, you know, you could say that he gave up his reputation his musical career just for, uh, you know, his closet. Really. Yeah. You know, he he, he, also, he was dangerously uh, yeah. close. What's close? Yeah. It was dangerously close. So, you know, like when uh, you talk about Augustine Timberlake, they benefit greatly from Michael Jackson's uh Right. Kind of paved kind of paving that and I was just listening to a Bone Thug album and uh they they in an interview where they were crediting Michael Jackson with being really one of the first artists to come out and say that uh record companies were uh kind of abusing uh, black musicians uh, in terms of negotiations and contracts, and this goes way Mm -hmm. back. And, you know, Michael Jackson was one of the first, really, to kind of scream about it. You know, others probably talk about it, but he he
1: brought it out in the open, you know. Yeah, well, that's because he didn't know how to speak normally. He would just be like,
0: You (laughs) can I can get that
1: girl!
0: I like that. She's a devil. She's a bagel? She's a
1: bagel. She's a devil. Uh, <laughs> She's a devil. <laughs> what are you saying? She's a devil? <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably <Tommy> Matola, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, oh yeah. By the way, uh I I was kind of seeing this dude for a a, a bit of time, like just uh, you know, we we went on several coffee dates. One, um one night out at this, uh, like, bar, dance place, and then one movie, and, like, the entire time I'm thinking, like, okay, well, you know, this isn't going to go anywhere, uh, but it's, uh, you know, it's fun for now, and so then the other night, we got coffee again, and he goes, so I have to say something, and, and I go, what, and I tried, you know, I was all casual, but the thing is, you know, I don't know why that's our, like, instinctual reaction in those moments is, like, uh, we want make to make it so that it's no big deal, like, as kind of a, like a defense mechanism. But then he, like, said, like, you know, I think you're a nice guy and I want to be friends, uh, but uh, uh, I just I don't think that there's that connection here. And, and then I, like, didn't know how to react to it because I wasn't expecting it then and I wasn't really expecting it from him I was kind of more expecting it later from me so I was just like uh, I, I think I kind of acted reacted a little bit angrily and I regret that I wish I just I wish after he said uh, I have to say something I wish I just said you know don't worry about it I, I know I know what this is uh, but I didn't and anyway what I found about the whole situation is that it's very awkward to break up with somebody you're not actually dating. (laughs) That is
3: a unique situation, yes. I I mean, that means that the other person had a different concept of the relationship than yourself. That's an awkward situation to be
0: in, (laughs) but... (laughs) I've been in all the you I the mess all the mess the mess love
1: the mess Please, the and love the mess, and the mess. pass and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and push and boots and pants and and
0: pants and 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 months. Months. Boots in, pants in, boots and 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 <laughs> Come on. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come oh. on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Baby, i never
2: felt <laughs> then- so good. You are
0: not alone.
1: Written by R. Kelly, by the way. So Tom Fuits, I didn't know that. Are you serious? You Are Not Alone was written, produced, and arranged by R. Kelly. I had no Here's idea. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, now, Tom, uh, t- but, you know, that song became so much Michael that when Artelli did it, like, as a tribute to him on an album of his, he was covering Michael, even though he wrote yeah. the damn song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. Tom, Tommy, boy, what's going on down there, down in Alabama, man?
2: No, I'm in Georgia. I'm in the mountains of Georgia. No, I'm it? sitting I'm sitting buck naked in the dark on a porch listening to it rain. <laughs> Do you have a uh, uh, I'm, airing rain out, I'm airing out my boots and pants. Boots and pants, <laughs> boots and
1: pants, boots and pants. Do you have a gerarium again?
2: Uh no, it's it's different to be down here in June as as opposed to July. No <laughs> gerarium <laughs>
0: yet.
1: <laughs> uh, and
2: I understand that you saw a
1: bear earlier a, a black bear uh, yes
2: a black bear about the size of me we came out of the cabin this morning to go for a meeting and between the car and the cabin was the bear and we just sort of stopped dead in our tracks we waited he took his happy ass time and then he wandered back off into the woods <laughs> and then we scooted like scared little bitches to the car. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so I yeah. just want to say
1: that it sounded like you were going to sit. It sounded like we encountered a bear and we were off to a meeting. It sounded like you and the bear were like getting in a car together going to the meeting. <laughs> no, that was... That,
2: it, if I met a bear in the v- West Village, that's what we would be doing.
1: Uh, it's a uh, bear necessity. I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> but a
2: bear in the woods is a completely different thing. A bear in the woods is a fucking bear in the woods.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: uh, okay, so who have you got for the Caliente Awards for this week?
2: Well, my first one has got to be you, you dizzy bitch, after that little story about getting pissed off about the guy dumping you before you could dump him, and ooh, you weren't ooh. even dating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we weren't that's even dating.
2: Hot. That's pretty hot. But, no, I mean, you got pissed off because he did it first. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> wah, wah. wah. I, I,
1: I, hate, I hate that I reacted that way. I agree. Total hot, mess.
0: Yeah. Good.
2: <laughs> also, fuck him. That's right. Uh, oh, no, that th- that would have been the preferred reaction. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay, my next hot mess has got to be, I kid you not, I was sitting in this... There's, sort of national forest all around where we are. So I'm sitting in Chattanooga National Forest, this little area called the War Woman Dell that has this whole history going back to the Native Americans and this woman who sort of was the keeper of the flame, so to speak, for the area. So I'm sitting there and I'm reading, and next thing I know, come wandering up the trail, is this, like, guy in his 70s, Cut off jeans, no top, a walking stick, and flip-flops. And he starts talking to me. And as he's talking to me, I realize he's sort of pacing. And he's like just sort of really animated. And he keeps repeating stuff. And he's going on and on and on and on and on. And finally, we sort of like finish what I hope is the conversation. And he says, you know you know me.
0: And I said, what?
2: He said, you know, you know me. I said, "Uh, no, I don't think so. He said, sure you do. You know me. He said, I was in that movie. I said, what the hell are you talking about? And he goes, no, 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 (laughs) no, We're like 10 miles from where Deliverance was shot. And he (laughs) proceeds to tell me
0: that he was one of the
2: Grinder Brothers. The Grinder Brothers. No. Uh No, so I, I'm like going okay, and he starts to leave, and by then he knows I'm from New York and all this like crap. So as he starts to go, he gets a few steps away from me, and then he turns around, plays like air banjo, and goes Ganky Doodle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> as
2: I I didn't even wait for him to disappear up the trail, but I got in the car and sort of. Thought,
0: <laughs>
3: I wasn't even
2: going to wait to find out if I was the next... <laughs>
3: oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah. Now,
1: now, 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 you know now, now. you
2: know me. You know you know me. <laughs> now, 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 now,
0: now, now. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? In the
2: Why are you in the woods? Well, there's not there? much to do, you know. It's like people go, and you can sit, and you can read, or you have your coffee, or... You know, it was like a little picnic area in this national park. Now, was he really? Uh, was he really in the movie, or he just thought he was? Oh no, he was really in the movie because then I looked him up, and it was definitely him. Oh and my god! Yeah, Is I found the
1: woods?
0: He had like
2: one line. He probably lives, you know, right near there, and that's like his walk for the day because there's wow. houses all around. Yeah, you know, you know me. Oh, said, oh, oh, he oh, said, "Yeah, oh, oh. I was in that movie." Yes.
1: If, <laughs> if the scene were to have continued, do you think that he would have used that anal flavored mist from Adam Eve <laughs> No, because
2: I definitely would have broken it off before he had a chance to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the theme. Uh, no, 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 my, no, last no. Hot,
2: my last hot hotness has got to be Leah Michelle.
1: Ooh. Have you heard about yeah. this? Yeah, I almost put in a joke off, and and I I couldn't think of a joke for it. So I'm glad you brought it up.
2: <laughs> wow, she apparently has been dating this guy whose name is Matthew Pates, but he goes by the name of Christian on the Gigolo site, Cowboys for Angels. Now, for people who don't know. That red flag to me immediately because I watched the. Is it Showtime or HBO? I think it's HBO. It's a show called Gigolos. And they're following these five guys in Vegas who basically that's their job is to hook up with women. And it's this agency that has Gigolos in Miami, New York, Vegas, LA, and by special appointment, you can get them in San Francisco, Tampa, and Orlando. Well, this guy claims to have only done it for, you know, off and on a few times, so that he would know how to then coach the gigolos in the company, Cowboys for Angels. But now rumors or words are coming out, you know, from the women who, like, had him for his year-long stint as a gigolo that... Eh, that wasn't research. He was totally into it. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, this is this is the new the new bow for Leah Michelle. She's just turning into a little hot little slut.
1: Oh,
2: has she? Was there
1: another one uh, between uh, Corey's death and this guy?
2: Uh, yeah. Isn't she the one responsible for breaking off the engagement? Uh, the other chick that's on Glee and the rapper that she was going to marry.
1: Who's and Santana? then Leah
2: Michelle like, uh, yeah. And then Leah Michelle oh, right. like apparently took off took off with the rapper that she was engaged to, and there was a whole big falter all over that. And didn't uh, Santana get fired from Glee or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was all over that. Yikes. Uh so she's she's a hot little piece all of a sudden.
1: You know, I I
2: don't
1: uh I I'll I'll respect whatever she's going through right now. I'm uh, I'm sure it's, you know, very difficult uh but it's I noticed with her like there was no break. You know, there was, like just in terms of her positive social media presence and stuff like that right yeah. away. So you know, it, it, like there was no she gave no time and i'm wondering if she's doing that to you know keep her mind busy or if she's doing it cuz she just doesn't give a fuck
2: i think she's keeping her ass and twat busy yeah <laughs> to go to go from to go from a rapper to a gigolo i mean really she's yeah. just stepping up the game you know it's
1: <laughs> well are you guys uh, lubed, lubed up and ready to go
2: I am, as hey, long Gail. as that nowhere near. Yeah.
1: All right. <laughs> so we're going to jack off. now, <laughs> now, nah, 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 nah,
0: nah, nah, nah.
1: Hey, pants, looking for the right deals to spice up your love life? Well, look no further than blazingryeradio.com. Click on the banners for AdamEveToys.com. Once you're there, you'll find vibrators, dildos, women's sex toys, men's sex toys, male masturbators, anal sex toys, kinky bondage, strap-ons, and a few of these featured products at the moment. You got Adam's Extension, a Pleasure Enhancer, A&E Vibrating Silver Bullet 2.0, and the Adam and Eve Ball Buzzer Penis Ring. Just go to blazinryeradio.com, click on the banners for Adam, Eve Toys, and you'll find a good head kit for him, oral sex essentials kit, Adam and Eve deep throat gel, and passion packs for couples. Trust me, you and your partner will be getting busy in no time. Woohoo! What the hell was that? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: what the fuck was that?
0: <laughs>
2: well, what do you mean? I'm gone a week and already. <laughs> yes, sir. Do we, do, do we
0: get free?
2: Do we get free butt plugs with this or what? <laughs>
1: no, I mean. You can get discounts if you want by going to the website, but we
2: don't get any free shit.
1: Uh, okay. We don't get to try anything
2: out. What? We don't get to try anything out? Uh, I think
1: we get, to try, we get to try out the like new products. So if we go to their site with <laughs> right. like new, we get to get those. Right.
2: right. Nothing like that dildo bin that says as is on it. <laughs>
1: By the way, I bought a, a, a like a pack of t shirts today that said bloopers on them at this discount store and I was expecting Dick Clark and Ed McMahon to pop out of there.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. All
1: right. Let's jack
2: off. Okay, we ready? Oh yeah. I'll get out House Majority Leader. Congressman Eric Cantor was beaten in the Virginia Republican primary Tuesday by a Tea Party teabagger candidate named Dave Brat. When he found out the results, he exclaimed, I can't or believe it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye,
3: Eric Cantor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: South
3: Carolina's Attorney General ruled a Confederate flag displayed at the Citadel Military College in Charleston, South Carolina can keep flying despite objections that it is offensive. In other news, Donald Sterling is now moving to Charleston. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Good one. laughs> Silicon Valley is pleading for Time Warner Cable and Comcast to stop their impending merger. Meanwhile, depending on what city I'm in, there's a good chance I'm pleading with their customer service to restore my fucking internet.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a quick yeah, joke. This it. just
2: seems like a marriage in, made in heaven, Comcast and Time Warner. Sweet <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And marriage made in hell. Yep. According to a deposition released on Monday, Archbishop Robert J. Carlson claimed to be uncertain that he knew sexual abuse of a child by a priest constituted a crime when he was the auxiliary bishop in the Archdiocese of St. Paul and Minneapolis. He, however, pointed out, that he was entirely certain there is an invisible man in the sky ready to
0: burn and suffer forever
2: if you disobey him.
3: Lulu Lamont has designed a wedding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Lulu Lamont,
3: Lulu Lamont has designed a wedding wedding tuxedo that is made of lightweight, breathable material, so you don't get too hot for the big day. Hey, Lulu, (laughs) fuck your timing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because. because of Jesus' wedding. I get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that was 170 uh, degrees.
1: That was in Georgia.
2: Georgia. Lovely. <laughs> Federal agent Christopher Didi is back in Honolulu to stand trial for shooting and killing a customer at a McDonald's in Hawaii. Didi's defense? He's fucking eating at McDonald's. I was just speeding up the process.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Would you like Clinton.
0: to supersize that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hillary Clinton biographer Jonathan Allen told the Huffington Post Tuesday that in Hillary's book, Hard Choices, her excuse for voting to authorize the war in Iraq was hard to swallow. Another thing Hillary has found hard to swallow, Bill's
2: rock-hard throbbing cock. <laughs> crooked crooked flopping <throbbing> cock. <laughs> remember that was the key to all the women that it was crooked.
1: Oh really? <laughs> I don't remember that. All
2: all the women that claimed to have had sexual intercourse with him.
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But the yeah. typical the guys
1: manner. a lot of these guys have these crooked cocks I've found.
2: Yeah? In your research,
1: yeah, in my in my research, you know, know, in your research, they don't go straight forward. They're all, you know, just they bend to the left a little bit usually when they're crooked.
2: Yeah, that's because their mama made them wear too small underwear growing up. (laughs) South Carolina U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham top six GOP competitors to win his party's nomination in Tuesday's primary election. In a fit of jealousy, John McCain waved his wonky little arm and exclaimed, But Lindsay's only supposed to top me.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>
3: Joshua Corbett, the man who allegedly broke into Sandra Bullock's home in Los Angeles on Sunday, June the 8th, has been charged with felony counts of first-degree residential burglary, possession of a machine gun, and stalking. Jesus, I know this Kajimi Allen, too, was bad, Josh, but come
2: on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Ted Cruz has finally renounced his Canadian citizenship. He said, nothing against Canada, but I'm an American by birth and a U.S. Senator. I believe I should only be an American. Oh, and a dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) A
1: judge ruled Wednesday that Casey Kasem's daughter has the authority to withhold food and fluids from her ailing father. Kasem's last meals We'll begin with the 40th most popular food in the country this week and end with number one.
2: Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would come up with old fluids for me. <laughs> <Da-dee-da-dee-doo-dee-doo>. <laughs>
3: Jay Z and Kanye West are reportedly feuding after Hove's absence from the Kim Kimye wedding. The pair was also rumored to have clashed over the details of their Watch the Throne tour in 2011. Imagine that Jay Z having issues touring with an artist from
1: Chicago.
0: Ha 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 ha
2: Only one week after Jennifer Lopez broke up with dancer Casper Smart, rumors have surfaced that J-Lo is dating Dancing with the Stars pro Maxine (laughs) Schmierkowski. It turns out she started dating her new beau the day after she and the first one broke up. It just took one side of her ass a whole week to get there. Wiggle, wiggle,
1: wiggle. <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. Oh. A Venice, Florida couple has been caught making meth in the Jacaranda Public Library. See, this is why the library needs to stop keeping in stock all those books that give directions on how to make meth. Yep. <laughs>
2: Remember the good old days when you just jacked off in the jack a public Library?
1: <laughs>
3: uh, that's what I do at the jack a jack off uh, public Library. That's what I'm yep. doing
1: right now. Uh, yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Kim Kardashian posted a photo of herself and her new baby, Northwest, on Instagram with the caption, My Everything. People think she was referring to the baby, but I know she's referring to that money-making KK snatchers. Woo! <laughs> An 18-year-old man and a 19-year-old woman
1: were reportedly having sex when they fell to their deaths from a sixth-floor balcony in London. See, ladies, this is why you never date a younger man.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, I am so sorry.
2: Uh, uh, I'm
1: and so sorry.
2: <laughs> a thirty five year old man in Ohio named Edwin Turbert. <laughs>
0: let, let me try that again.
2: Hey, <laughs> Thirty five year old. A 35-year-old Ohio man named Edwin Taburgta was caught having sex with an inflatable, an inflatable pool raft by the side of the road. I can't even see. Tabergta also has been caught having sex with a different raft twice. And a pumpkin. I smell another franchise coming up, and it smells like (laughs) pumpkin-flavored (laughs) semen. You going to be advertising that next week?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yes. Pumpkin-flavored semen. You can actually get edible lube.
0: (laughs) Uh, Oh.
3: Now, if you're having sex, and the sex isn't the most dangerous part of the sex, you ain't
2: doing it right.
3: That's Got uh, that right. Uh,
1: Mr. Crooked
0: Dick.
1: <laughs> 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 Papa Dick. Papa <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Ohio <laughs> man, Kevin Knuffle showed his foster daughter how to stab his wife when, he <laughs> when when he explained he wanted the girl's foster mother out of the picture but was afraid he'd lose custody of their three-year-old daughter if they divorced. See, now who says foster parents don't spend any time bonding with their kids? Oh, my God. Really? Oh, my. Really? Oh my. And, and why
2: didn't he just take the picture out of the frame and use a pair of scissors?
0: <laughs> I
2: don't know. Like my mama did. was <laughs> oh uh. best.
3: Prior to murdering and eating part of his girlfriend, (laughs) Tennessee Tennessee man Gregory Scott Hale posted to Facebook, Now, if someone were to become a cannibal and eat a vegetarian, would a vegetarian taste like that fake soy meat? He was concerned about the eggs in soy. I would, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. Oh, Oh, the
2: snatch was like a veggie burger. (coughs) (coughs) la 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 la
0: la 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 -la 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 -la
2: veggie snatch.
1: No, 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 no,
0: no,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> Tom Fogarty, don't go back to them woods in that park man
2: That's right man You know you know me <laughs> You know you know me bro
3: now nom 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 Good night man
1: Thank you Good night, wizard Good
0: Thank you my belly. My Bye Bye
1: You got it. Um, So, Weeks, Uh, you know, I think that the key might be to this is just uh, I I have to write jokes with names in them, and that's what gets him to laugh.
3: You know what? I think that's what it is. I think it's not just the sexual names. Those are the best. But I think the names where you really can't pronounce them, I think those really put them over the edge. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like, like Bergdorf or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> Robert. yeah, okay, he was like Turner or something like that. That was ridiculous. By the way, my friend Erica Lustig just changed her Facebook profile picture, and it moved. What do you mean? So I think that uh, the <laughs> it moved. <laughs> it moved is what I said. I mean it's, it's just an amazing photograph. I don't know, you know, I don't want to uh I I don't want her to listen to this and get all egotistical being that she's the next Broadway sensation and all. Um, I'm going to look it but, up. Uh, yeah, Erica Lustig. Oof. Oof. Can, uh, can you look Oof. it up right now? Well, I'm looking at it right
3: now. Brandy's piano bar. Oof. The yeah, move.
1: Yeah, you see the pr- that pick though? Oof. Wow. Yeah, how about that? She's a hottie boob a Uh, Boob, were you saying that intentionally there, the (laughs) boob part of it? She's a hottie boob yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I always like to say cutie-patootie with the booty. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell used to say cutie-patootie. Oh, my Tom Cruise, my cutie-patootie. I like to say cutie-patootie with the booty. I miss Rosie. So I've been like searching uh, long and hard for a non-alcoholic beer, and that that's actually non-alcoholic. And tonight I I purchased um, uh, uh, the the least amount that I could find. because most you know are zero point five. Uh, this Ooh. one was zero. It is zero point zero five. 0.05, so my question to you is this, do you think that if I were to drink this non-alcoholic beer that's 0.05, then I have to start my day count all over again?
3: Oh, that's a really great question. Uh-huh. Oh, my. Um, uh, what, what, what is the uh, formal definition of sober? I, well, I... Uh uh, I mean, the, some, of, some of the food you have to be eating has alcohol in it. and probably a greater amount than .05. I mean, it's probably uh, all a matter of, you know, your tolerance. So, like, if .05 has no effect on you, I would say you could have one or two, but I wouldn't go over that. I think that's fine, yeah.
1: Now, w- what are you saying? You're saying I'm eating food that has alcohol in it? What kind of food? Well,
3: I mean, like, if you go out to, you know, like, whether you're using wine, is reduction sauce or something like that, I don't know, with, you know, or they're, you know, uh, you know rum cake, uh, you know some, <laughs> you know some of these minimal amounts,
0: but
3: uh, uh, yeah, you know. But what I'm, I'm saying is, it, if it's it's really not that much, I think it's okay. Yeah, forty zero
1: five is nothing. That's
3: like you know. Yeah, how about a hard lemonade? Those are pretty good.
1: No, that, those are <laughs> those have an actual amount of alcohol in them, like a good amount. Oh, of okay.
3: Sorry, sorry. Um, Oh, I don't know. stick with that point 0. zero five. That's fine. I think that that should be fine.
1: Let me look up Mike's hard lemonade and see uh Well let me ask you this question. I mean, um yeah.
3: uh are you gonna drink these like recreationally, like by yourself in your place, or are you gonna drink these like
1: socially? Uh well, I was I was just gonna drink uh uh yeah, the the, the first one. Um <laughs> <laughs> you know.
0: I <laughs> not man,
3: don't, but it's a, you know, Oh only because I think socially it would be easier to control, whereas if you bring it home, you know, it's going to be tougher to, you know, it's there, it's, it's sitting there, saying, hey, what's up, Ryan? Don't you want to
0: play? <laughs> don't you, wanna? Well, it's don't you want
1: holiday. it? Don't you want
3: it? You know you want it. <laughs>
1: hotly contested issue and uh, amongst uh, members of Alcoholics Anonymous, and there are um, varying opinions. Um, uh, you know, I know a guy who's been sober a year. He says he has no problem. He's, if he has uh, non-alcoholic beer, he's fine. Um, but, and then you have a lot of these uh, kind of more hardliners thinking, uh, uh, well, then it's, you know, it's a downward spiral from there. Um, right. I, I I don't, I wouldn't anticipate that, um, but it's more just basically about what other people think, which is not what, like, the program is about, but that's, like, what I'm basing it on. It's like, oh, well, will I have to start my day count over again? Meanwhile, there are people drinking, you know, 0.5% alcoholic beers, and and they're, uh, you know, in the program and whatnot. So, it's, it's very, there's no formal definition, because it, AA is not a cl- clinical medical thing. It's, it's, just. Right. You know, it's 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 a group of people that is not supposed to presume anything amongst other people. Like uh my uh sponsor said, you know, I have no problem with non alcoholic beer. You know, some people say that's cheating but that's their problem. So I I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I you know, my personal opinion you ask me is um I, I don't think
3: that's cheating and I think that's perfectly fine as long as you you know, keep it in that range and you know, uh just control it. That's it.
1: No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's um, .05, you know, that's not, that's not much. Right. And meanwhile, I did take that fucking NyQuil when I was sick, and I had no idea that that, I took it like three nights in a row because I couldn't get ah! a sleep otherwise. That has a ton of alcohol, and I had no idea. So then I had to go, oh. I went to the CVS to get non-alcoholic NyQuil. It was ridiculous. Yeah,
3: I know, that's, you know, he's like, well, I'll go on that. Now, my question to you is, and this is going to be the real test, how are you going to survive this uh, bachelor party in Puerto Rico?
1: That is exactly what I was thinking when I, like, that's the thought that crossed. We have probably crossed our minds at the same time um, yeah. just now. Uh yeah. But, man. Stay away from Tom,
0: really.
3: Stay yeah. away.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, the thing is, Tom is awful. Um, and I, I saw John over the weekend, and I was like, so you ready for that misery next week? And, I was, you know, I was very honest with him, and I was like, this kid Tom, can we, can we like, vote him off the island? And everyone, like, like I was with Spezio and Maine and John, Robert, Bobby Wally, and they all laughed. Uh, and you know, Don's like, Oh yeah, he can be very brolic. And I was like, brolic means muscular. That's a compliment. It doesn't make any sense. And I think he meant like an abrasive, uh, he has an abrasive personality, which he certainly does. Um, but, uh, he, yeah, he's awful. However, I, I don't, yeah, I really don't anticipate having that issue. Um, Uh, The the thing that I think I'm more concerned about is is eating, because when I travel, I tend not to eat well, and I've been on this diet, and lately, you know, ever since I started the new job, it's been more difficult to stick to this diet. I don't know what it is. I think it's just this, like, I kind of, you know, have this kind of transition in life, and though it's a good one, it's still a big one, and so I kind of have been, like, uh, stress eating or whatever, and I haven't really stuck the diet um as much as i should have in the last couple weeks so i still you know and i still have a chunk of weight to lose so that that i'm more concerned about eating than i am about like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna drink when i'm there i'll tell you that right now but i may overeat which is not a good thing and i don't want to come back and be like oh i gotta lose that weight all over again you know what i mean
3: right i know what you mean yeah but i mean um it's funny you say that because you, I, th- I remember seeing a list of like five most stressful things in people's lives usually, and I think one of them was t- uh, starting a new job. So I mean that you know you don't you don't think so. You think like getting fired is, is one, and that is one. But uh, starting a new job is entirely one of the most stressful of my events in uh, someone's life.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> and not and, and for all good reasons. You know, it's it's the kind of stress okay. that I had when when I was doing a show, you know, it's like, uh, you know, in tech week, it's it's it sucks, but it's good stress. It's good stress to have. You're doing what you love. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it is stressful. So I gotta, I gotta work on that. Um, and, uh, you know, by the way, my friend is trying to make me make movie plans with her right now, uh, via (laughs) iMessage and, uh, (laughs) And I don't know why she can't just look it up herself, so I'm going to tell her, I'm in the middle of the radio show.
0: <laughs>
1: Can you look up what time, this is appropriate, Fading Gigolo is playing <laughs> tomorrow? That's Have what you are of this movie? No! What is that? It's uh, John Turturro directed, uh, Woody Allen is the star, and uh, I want to see it, and so does so does my BFF4L here. Have you seen
3: um, Edge of Tomorrow?
1: No, have you?
3: No, I have not. Have you seen X-Men? No, have you? No!
1: i got to get out there. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, this, what if the whole show was this? Have you seen this? No, you? No, I have not. <laughs> 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 Have you seen the River Wild?
3: No, the river. Tonight? Wow, no, I saw a uh, river run through it.
1: Have you seen a river run through it? No, have you? No. <laughs> have you seen back to the future? No, have you? No. Um, and that's, that's just the whole show. It'd be great. <laughs> um, are we are we doing are we doing Mousy tonight or no? Uh, Mousy is on a
3: temporary hiatus right now. She actually got abducted. She got uh, she got kidnapped. By whom? Martha Stewart.
1: Wait, I thought they were releasing a song together.
3: They have a song together, and uh, they haven't released it yet. But uh, they're still working on it. And she kidnapped Mousy.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, next week, I promise you, we'll hear the song. And we'll hear what's going on with you. I don't know if she's even still alive.
1: I haven't heard anything. <laughs> now, remember that next week it has to be Wednesday because I'm in Puerto Rico on Thursday. <laughs>
3: I forgot about that. Yes. Oh, my. Okay, okay. Okay. And, okay. Is this the last time we're going to be able to speak to you? Ever?
1: <laughs> sorry, that was, not, that was not appropriate. I'm sorry. It's not the Bermuda Triangle. I
3: know, I know, I know, I know. You'll have
1: a good time. I think mean, Scott Speasio doesn't drink anymore either. Yeah, Andrew, my pointed out that all of us at the table the other day at uh, Buffalo Exchange or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, Texas, uh, <laughs> Texas Steakhouse or Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse Steakhouse.
0: <laughs>
1: That's where we were. Um and by the way, I realized that none of my friends from Connecticut know how to fucking chew like adults. Eh, none of them. Andrew, I've known about forever. Um, Scott was disgusting. John, gross. You don't know how to with your mouth closed. You know, where did I go wrong? I
3: don't know how to chew either, actually. That's terrible. Um, so, uh,
1: so that's going to be, I'm, I'm actually more stressed out about that than wanting to drink. I'm more stressed out about hearing everyone's mouth sounds when they chew, because I got that <laughs> mesophonia, <laughs> hatred of sound. Uh, oh, wait a minute. So it's Thursday to Sunday, right? Thursday to Monday, bro. Ooh, bro. Ooh, bro. Okay. All right. Um, well, you'll be okay. You'll, you'll be okay. You'll be fine. Along the, along Along those lines, stop saying that. You keep saying that. It makes me feel like bad things will happen. <laughs> but when when I, uh, when John picked me up at the train station the other day, he's driving me home so I can see my mom and meet the dog. Dog, dog. Oh, uh, the dog. Yeah, dog is, is nice, sweet dog, but completely out of her mind. Just nuts. <laughs> uh, I gave her a monkey and uh, she took like she was really calm, except she took the monkey and just started running up and down the the living room area, up and down and up and down. It was crazy. Um, with the monkey in her in her teeth, I don't know why she couldn't pick the monkey up with her hands. Bring <laughs> the dog
0: to the
3: dinner table.
1: <laughs>
3: That's right. Teach the dog some damn manners.
1: Um, <laughs> what's the dog's name? Carson. Carson. Ooh. So I. Daily? That's yes, what I called her. Yeah, I called her Carson Daly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Very nice. It sounds like this dog's kind of a maniac,
1: though. <laughs> oh yeah, she's crazy.
3: Carson Daly has no energy
1: sometimes. On which? On which of his three shows?
3: Oh my god, the the, the late, late night one.
1: Well, maybe because it's three o'clock in the morning. But when he's uh, that's true. up in the on the Today Show, by the way, you know, I was telling this to B last night. Uh, they wanted to bring uh, the youth viewership into the Today Show, so they threw on Carson Daly, who's forty.
3: <laughs>
1: he doesn't look it. He looks so uh, he looks like the the old TRL days. Oh, he looks fantastic, and I think that he, his life is finally what it should be. He's finally found his his kind of niche, like his. He was never meant to host a late-night show like he was doing before. They've severely altered that last call with Carson Daly to be a completely different show. Have you seen it lately? He's just hanging out with people in bars and stuff. He doesn't have an audience or nothing no more, Jesus.
3: So oh, I haven't seen it. Um, I think he was always
1: great with the music side of things. He was, you know, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Music. And yeah. that's why he's so great on The Voice, because he's, you know, he has this rapport with all the, Usher and the uh, CeeLo and Christina, whatever, and all the judges, um, Adam. Um, you know, he has the rapport with everyone because he's been in the music business so long. And then he is also a very good host. So you got Carson Daly and then you got the, uh, uh, the Today Show in the morning. He's good on. And the, the the voice. And then, yeah, the late night one I hardly ever see. But I think, you know, he's really kind of settled where he's supposed to be. Uh, I'm happy for him because I think for a while he seemed like he coked out of his mind when he when he first moved to L.A. and got real skinny. He was probably doing a lot of cocaine um, from what yeah. I hear. That's a strong drug. <laughs> um, but I love him. I love him. I love Ryan Seacrest. That's my boy. And I think that uh, Nick Cannon is a great host for America's Got Talent. So, it, you know, these three guys post everything, and then right. and there's there's one more. There's one more guy. You know which guy I'm talking about? You have any idea? No. Who are you talking about? Which guy? Well, it's a guy I want to like because he was part of such a major, wonderful, revolutionary part of our childhood, but he is so fucking annoying. Uh, Mario Lopez. Oh,
3: Mario!
1: Mario! Mario Slater! Roofy Yo. My friend Nick Muriel looks like Roofy Yo. Um Roofy Yo. Yeah. So, you know, there's uh I, I don't know what we're talking about anymore, so let's end the show. Um what, <laughs> is, what do you think is like I'm gonna pause for dramatic effect, so just bear with me. Uh, does that take away the dramatic effect if I tell you I'm going to pause for dramatic effect?
3: No, it doesn't. I'm I'm actually in act to it. i it's very dramatic right now. You're in act to it. <laughs> no, it's very dramatic right now. I, I can't oh, handle God. God. it. Here's,
1: a, here's another thing. When the guy dumped me, even though we weren't dating, um, you know, even though we weren't, he goes, he said something like, "Yeah, but that's how I feel." No no connection, you know, no pun intended. And I go, no pun intended, it and makes uh, no sense.
0: Like,
1: yeah, and and he was like, I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> but <laughs> obviously that made uh, like ze- you know, 0% sense, negative 100%. It was I don't even know what he was trying to say there. <laughs>
3: Uh, it makes no sense. I think he was very awkward, and, uh, yeah. he sounds he sounds like a, a, a funny
1: one, though, Str- strange. But, I just really wish that he didn't look so good when he did. It was like, you know, it was the first time that I hung out with him when he had dark hair instead of the goddamn bleach blonde shit, and, uh, and so he had the dark hair, and, and he was really tan, so I wish he didn't look so pretty. That's what pisses me off about this the most is that he decided to, to break whatever that was off when he was the hottest.
3: Well, I mean, don't don't you also think on the other hand uh, he's showing respect? He's he's dressing his best, and you know, I mean, what do you want him to look like? A complete slob, uh, rolling into the mud a little bit? Come over, but uh, I'm I'm trying to bring up with you. You know, he's a uh,
1: he, he did it in a dignified manner.
3: You know, I will,
1: Yeah, and I want. But to come sing as he was rolling in that mud as well but he but i I will absolutely a hundred percent you're correct about this, at least he did it in person, right, and not over the phone or text or whatever like that in this day and age is commendable and brave, um. <laughs> I think it's particularly brave when you're breaking up with a relationship that doesn't exist because it makes things extra awkward. Um, (laughs) I just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But if if you, like, were to, like, take this situation and then put it in a movie and then stick in, just stick this, just, just... just, like, well, loop, loop, lube up the film reel first, right? And then, like, when you're, and then lube up the projector. And then we're sticking the film reel into the projector. Just, 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 uh, just throw, throw some D's on that bitch. And then, and then when, you're, when you're, like, when you turn on the projector and there's, there's, like, two people in the audience with their pants around their ankles and it's Kiwi Hermit and George Michael, and then you cast the movie from the projection booth and somehow, and then all of a sudden, you just say, Oh, this is my favorite movie with the main, of <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: The <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Look at that. going <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: that was amazing. That was uh, that has gotta be your entrance music from now on in life. In life.
0: <laughs> 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 my favorite thing. The she's a my babe. for your the
3: Brian's mine. Brian's mine. She, she plays a great but boring economics professor in the movie, well, let's just do the quote. There it is. <laughs> in 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives in an effort to alleviate the effect of the... Anyone? Anyone? the Great Depression,
0: passed mm-hmm.
3: anyone, anyone, the tariff bill, the Hawley Smooch Tariff Act, which anyone, raised or lowered, raised tariffs in an effort to collect more revenue for the federal government, did it work, anyone, anyone mm-hmm. know the effects, it did not work, and the United States sank deeper into the Great Depression, today we have a similar debate over this. Anyone know what this is? Class? Anyone? Anyone? Anyone seen this before? The Laffer Curve. Anyone know what this says? It says that at this point on the revenue curve, you will get exactly the same amount of revenue as at this point. This is very controversial. Does Anyone know what Vice President Bush called this in 1980? Anyone? Something D.O.O. economics. Voodoo. Economics. And that's my favorite scene. Bad, 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 bad. Ah! <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> that, was, that was Ben size. That was Ben oh, it was, was that from
1: Ferris Bueller? Bueller? Bueller, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Actually, I left out the most
3: famous quote. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That's the only part I know. Is, does that come at the end, or where was that?
3: Oh, Bueller. Bueller comes in the middle, but this part comes in the very beginning. <laughs> Bueller comes in the
0: middle. <laughs> uh, Anyone?
1: Um, Anyone? And <laughs> he <laughs> didn't say the actual. Finler, uh, no.
3: <laughs> Bi- Feinler? Finler, Ferris Finler.
1: Ameris Granler, Ameris Granler, mine. <laughs> McDental Diamond, I'm in old, mine. <laughs> <laughs> and, <are> uh, <laughs> my favorite scene, and she's the mine, mine, bang, Is uh it's a, it's more of an avant garde film. It was John Krasinski from The Office. It was his directing debut, and um, you know, let's just pretend I'm not saying this because it's the thing that just came up uh, when I Googled it. But Mike um, <laughs> Fain plays like a really nasty ex boyfriend of some girl that I would know if I actually saw the fucking thing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the movie. Is called. Aside from being called, she's mine. It's all. (laughs) I literally can't say she's mine normally or (laughs) mine fans normally anymore because I'm conditioned to mispronounce it now. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. We we ruined our whole grammar.
3: What? We, ru- we ruined everything. We ruined our grammar, our English, and yeah, we made Amanda Baines worse than what she really is. <laughs> Which is what?
1: <laughs> A sea beast. Can you uh try saying the name of that movie and the actress right now for serious? For serious? Yeah, try saying... You know, STM, So they'll be She's the man, my, my. <laughs> She's
3: she's she's the man. She's okay. the the man. She's the man, man. She's the man, man I can't do it. I can't
1: do it. What I can't do what's
3: it. What's her name? Am I Try saying her name? Oh my the <laughs> Amanda Bynes Amanda Bynes
1: yeah, Is that mm. right, right? Her name is Amanda Bynes <laughs> Bynes Amanda Bynes Amanda Bynes <laughs> Nasty ex-boyfriend of her of the lady goes I'm aware of how all this sounds and can well imagine the judgments you're forming, but I'm really, if I'm really to explain this to you then I have no choice but to be candid. Yes, it was a pickup, plain and simple. And she was what one might call a granola cruncher, a hippie. And she was straight out of central casting. The sandals, flamboyantly long hair, financial support from her parents. She reviled... And some professed membership in an apostrophe-heavy Eastern Reed religion that I would defy anyone to pronounce correctly. You know, as maybe I would defy you to pronounce my bind too. Look, I'll just fight <laughs> political bullets and confess that I classified her as a strictly one-night objective, and that uh, my interest in her <clears throat> was due almost entirely to the fact that yes, she was pretty. Uh, She was sexually attractive. She was sexy. And it was really nothing more complicated or noble than that. And having had some prior dealings with the cruncher genus, genus? (laughs) Anus? I think the one-night proviso was due mostly to the grim imaginability of having to talk with her for more than one night. Whether or not you approve, I think we can assume you understand And there's something in the way, I mean, a near contempt in the way that you can casually saunter over to her blanket and create the sense of connection that will allow you to pick her up. And you almost resent the fact that it's so goddamn easy. I mean, how exploitative you feel that it is so easy to get this type to regard you as a kindred soul. I mean, you almost know what's going to be said before she even opens her mouth. And that's my favorite scene is she's burnt. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I might have i the Find
1: Might the the Have you seen *The Mine? No. Have you? No. Have you seen *The Fruit of Vendetta*? No. Have you? No. Have you? Have you seen *You, Me, and Dupree*? No. No. Have you? No. no.
3: Have you seen Dumb and no. Dumber? No. Have you? No. 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 Yes. Yes. I, no. Have you seen the uh, uh, uh the River Wilds? No. No. Have you seen the River Runs Through It?
1: No. Have you?
3: No. Have you seen, have you seen the Muppet Show? No. Have you? Have you? No. Have, have you, seen you seen The
0: seen,
1: No. Have you seen? James no. in New York. Have you, have you seen, Wall, seen Wall Street? No. Have you seen The Aviator? No. <laughs> have you seen Titanic?
3: No. Have you seen Van Wilder Goes to Hell? <laughs>
1: no. Have you seen I Love You, Mike?
0: Yes, I have seen that. that. I love
1: that movie. Yes. Love that
0: movie. Slap in, in, in the
3: face, man. Slap in the face, Slap in the baseball. Let me get my iPhone. My iPhone. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay. Slap in the my Mind the vines.
1: mind. Slap in the
3: vines. Slap in the mind.
1: Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys next Wednesday. If you have a... Um, God, I, I don't know what I'm saying right now. I never say this, so I'm coming out of nowhere. If you have a question or comment, feel free to tweet at us at VR Backstage or write us at, uh, what's the email address? Just kidding. Uh, so
0: um,
1: you can always write to us at Ryan at BlazingWriteRadio.com if you have any problems you want weeks to solve. In the end, I just have to say, if it ain't showbiz, don't even pretend like it's a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence, and if you have a Barbie doll, what are you gonna do with that thing? You're
3: gonna give her two balls, the one white, one black, put them together, put them in the mouth, and uh, combine them to make one ball. And uh, there you go. This is the first day of World uh,
1: Cup tournament of, Chief of soccer. <laughs> Good night, ball and Barbie. Good night, weeks. Good night,
0: everybody.
2: Good night, boys. I got a friend in need.
0: I I've got a
3: friend in me. You
0: know.
3: I got nobody knows my pain. The mind that mind. I, nobody knows my pain. My pain. And everybody wants to be. I'm like my pain. But nobody can. Do like a mind <laughs> defines a mind <laughs> We're still we're still recording by the way.
0: <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Good night, reason Good night, Kathy Link.